Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. I have with me here Craig Lewis, career guy, nice uh, nice guy, friend of mine. Super excited to have him on the show, and uh, we're going to talk career departments today. Yes, that's yes, what we we're going to talk about. All right, so tell me about yourself, brother. So uh, I've been a firefighter basically all my life. Uh, my dad and my grandfather were both in the fire service. Uh, started right here where we are in Farmingdale, um, and you know, kind of was always in my blood and in my history so it kind of was only right for me to uh join and uh been a firefighter now for 15 years 16 years so uh been a career firefighter now for five years in a combination department so um it's been good been fun enjoy it uh love every minute of it and you know definitely uh enjoy it and find a lot of fun tell me a little bit about the the dynamics of farmingdale i mean we're kind of like in the in the middle of how right yeah so farmingdale is uh a small little town uh, about half mile to a three-quarter square mile town um, in the center of Howell Township and uh, Howell Townships you know all fire districts we are a uh, municipality fire department so we are ran by the town um, and get all our money from the town budget and uh, you know it's it's it definitely has its challenges right, um, right. you know we don't have a tax base that we can tax our residents with like Howell Township can um, so we have to kind of do a lot more fundraisers and but every dollar that we earn is our money you know right, so. and we a little bit more meaning to the guys you know that way you know it means something when they actually get money and they find uh you know get the money to to help you know support the agency yeah everything t-shirts and whatever yeah. you guys want to do yeah. you gotta really yeah you gotta work to get you gotta work to work to get that money yeah. right yeah so pretty cool piece i mean uh you know when when i uh when I talked to Craig, when we were talking about where we're going to have this, what the venue is going to be, and he suggested this place, uh, which is it was substation. Would you? Call yeah, it we uh, use this primarily for our storage. Um, our main firehouse is so small that uh, we have two engines there, and we have a utility truck, and pretty much that takes up all our room. Right. So we have we built this building a couple of years ago. Um, kind of just keeps all our spare gear and equipment and stuff that we don't use. Our antique um, is here. It's a 1895 ladder truck. We bought it in uh, 1903, so we've had it for... So what what year is this? 1895. 1895. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. And it's... I mean, you guys keep this in top yeah. condition. Yeah, we do. Um, every year, Memorial Day comes out. Um, we usually try and get the uh, the county brings two mules down to pull it, so it's actually really cool to see them pull it. Um, if not, the members will chip in, and, you know, they'll pull it themselves. But, you know, it's really cool when we get the horses kind of here to pull it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And then... Is this, this is all done by, by you guys, right? Your yep. company? Yep. We have it, um, you know, we had it refurbed a couple years ago. Um, still a work in progress. We're trying to find pictures of, from the era when it actually served so we can find, you know, some of the things, the lanterns and stuff on it right. that, you know, were kind of to that period in right, time. Right, more original. You know? Yeah, but everything on it's uh everything on it's original awesome yeah tell me about the piece behind it so that's a uh 61 mac um we bought it uh new 
and uh, we've had it since, um, you know, and we still use it. Um, occasionally, we'll bring it out for like Santa Claus in the wintertime. Um, you know, we go around to the kids in town and we bring little packages. So Santa Claus comes on it. Oh, cool. You know, we try and take it out. Memorial Day definitely comes out. You know, a couple of events during the year, musters, antique musters, stuff like that. Um, That's awesome. You know, yeah, it's good. It's good. How many uh, how many members you got? Active members. So uh, we probably got about. A good 15 right now um we probably have a couple more on the rolls but some of our older members don't come around as much but right. we, we're starting to 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 grow again um i know right now in in trying times you know it's hard to come by volunteers um but we're we're, we're growing slowly um you know here and there um we just did a big membership recruitment drive a couple years ago so we got some members from that which is good um we got another guy that's gonna be going through firefighter one here soon so, oh good good oh so, yeah we're, we slowly <laughs> Tell, tell me uh, tell me a little bit about um, the culture of this this particular fire department. So this fire department has always been predominantly a, I guess you could say a more senior fire company. Um, there's not been always been that younger crowd. Um, right, right. I probably, I'm one of the older of the younger the younger crowd. Um, and then after me, you're jumping, you know, to the 50, 55 year olds, which is good that we have, you know, the older yeah, experience. You know, experience yeah, yeah. Um, but you know we don't have the the 30 and 40 year olds there. I want to go out there and do the work. You have the, either the young kids or you have the more older you know crowd. So right, right. Um, it's it definitely has its challenging moments. Um, it's hard to to get uh, that middle that middle class that middle age because um, you know guys in the 40s you know still working a lot, got kids, yeah. everything else. So it, it's hard to to get that. Um, but you know it, we're we're making do. Um, you know, and, and being this is a senior, you know, more senior fire company, you know, the young kids, when they do come in, they, they learn respect real quick. Um, That's awesome. They have to, you know, they can't just think that they're going to walk in and own the place. You know, the, right. the older guys will, will put them in their place. So. And it's funny because, uh, you know, episode one, I, I spoke to the fire chief in, in Beachwood, and we, we talked a lot about the culture and, and a lot about, um, you know, how it's changed quite a bit, especially mm -hmm. um, the way it was when we came up, mm -hmm. uh, you know. You know, we we talked in great length and and uh, again I have 25 years and so like you when I came mm -hmm. in it was very different where you you kind of waited to be told what to do you never really took too much initiative on your own mm -hmm. but but you always were driven right. and now these a lot of these kids coming in now they don't seem as driven as we were yeah. um, and again it's a huge cultural difference you mm -hmm. know you know generational gaps mm -hmm. and everything else but uh, what can you tell me about? Uh, I mean, how cool is it to be on the fire department with your dad? I mean, you, you watch oh, your yeah. dad, yeah, you watch it, your dad grow, and you know, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely good. Um, you know, we've been in a lot of calls together, we've been in some fires together. You know, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely cool. It's definitely one of those things that you have a bond with your father and everything. You know, right. um, I never got a chance to meet my grandfather. Um, you know, he passed away when my dad was young, so. I don't know how much, you know, I don't think my dad got that chance to be with his dad on the fire company, but, you know, I'm getting that chance, and it's definitely, uh, I enjoy it very much. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's awesome. And I know, you know, I, your dad's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, I uh, had, had an opportunity to talk to him many, many times, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I always enjoy mm -hmm. having that opportunity to talk to him because he's, you know, he's an old soul, but he, but he's still got that, you know, young drive. You've got that you drive, know, yeah. Which yeah. is fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. So. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about your, your career department. So my career department, there's, uh, there's 10 of us. Um, we work two different uh, tours, um, primarily daytime, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, there's five people on each tour. So after 6 p.m. at night, the volunteers have to show up um, until 6 a.m. in the morning when, you know, we come back on duty. Um, there's definitely 
you know, an interesting dynamic there because, you know, you, you will get the, the pay guys that feel that they're, you know, better than the volunteers. You'll get the volunteers that think they're better than the pay guys. You know, it, it definitely goes both ways. Um, you know, I think the one thing that, that everybody needs to be trained, obviously, to the same level. You know, we're going to have more time during the daytime to, to train because we have, you know, that's our full-time job is to know the job inside and out. But that means also the volunteers need to, you know, they need to find time to train, whether it be training with us during the daytime, coming down on the weekends, spending some time training with us, or at nights, you know, coming down and, and learning the, the craft just as well as, you know, we do. Because when we go home at night, there shouldn't be a change in the level of service to the, to the pay, taxpayers. Of course, right. You know, it should be, you know, the same truck's going to pull up during the daytime as it is at nighttime. Right. So they should still get the same professional service during the daytime as they are at nighttime. That's so, totally, I I totally agree with that. And would you say that, uh, you know, uh, how's the relationship the, between the between the career staff and the, and the volunteers? Yeah, like, it, it's well. Um, is there always room for improvement? Yeah, there always is. But it, it's definitely well. Um, we, we try and train with them. Um, we come back for their drills. Um, they come down and drill with us. Um, you know, we kind of bounce back and forth. So we try to keep everybody on the same playing, you know, playing field. So everybody knows everything that everyone else is going to do. Our officers meet with their officers regularly um they have officers meetings together so that's that great. way all the officers yeah. are on the same page um you know it's that's definitely one of the things that needs to to happen all your all your officers need to be on the same page so that they can do everything the same with the members yeah that certainly is going to reduce your communication gaps mm -hmm. and your mm -hmm. misinformation mm -hmm. misinformed information right. which is a totally different uh, right. animal i mean i've been on three different uh combination departments and the one i'm at now definitely you know, has their act together. Um, they've been doing it long enough that they're kind of more, I don't want to say experienced, but more, you know, they've been doing it for a while, so they kind of know what to expect and how things are going to go. Um, how, how long are you talking? How long have they been? Uh, so they've been in, they've been in, I think, at least 20 years. Wow, that's um, a long time. Yeah. They've, in they've, Jersey, that's yeah, a long time. Yeah. They have had guys, you know, on and off there, um, and now they've had, for the last 13 years, they've had the 10, the 10 guys. So, you know, they've gotten used to having guys in the house. Um, I think one of the hardest things is when you're starting out a combination department, right. you know, that initial riff, you know, the volunteers get upset because now there's pay guys in the house and, you know, they're going to be taking our jobs away. Unfortunately, if you're doing a combination department, there's going to be time for both, both sides. Absolutely. There's yeah. a reason that, you know, you've, there's a reason you went to that, that draft route, you right. know, whether the volunteers weren't showing up, your call volume increased so much, you know, you have to get additional or chores done that volunteers just don't have the time to do right you know there's lots of things so i think one of the biggest things is is that you know you get that rift between everybody because you know the career guys get upset when the volunteers don't do anything and the volunteers get upset that they still have to do chores when there's career guys in the firehouse i think there needs to be a balance between both sides that you know just because you're a volunteer doesn't mean you can just walk in here and don't have any chores or any tasks. Right. Everyone's got to carry a load. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and just because we're career guys and we're there, you know, seven days a week doesn't mean that we should go walk around and fix and repair and clean everything that's under the sun. Right. You know, there should be a balance between both sides. So, and, and again, I think I personally think that you know, um, whether it be career or volunteer, you have to take some pride in ownership, mm -hmm. and you know, it's mm -hmm. your. It's your house. You right. know, it's no different than uh, your own personal home. You're going to keep that mm -hmm. clean, tidy, and neat. And it should be the same for your mm -hmm. firehouse. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, one one of the departments that I used to be on, I mean, I, I hear horror stories coming out of there that, you know, they make their career guys, you know, put everything back on the trucks after they've had calls over the weekend. You know, and it's like, 
that's not what they're there for. You know, if you're if you can't put everything back on the truck where it's supposed to go and, and make sure your air pack's full and make sure your hose is packed properly and everything, well, what are you gonna do when there's a fire call? Are you gonna be able to perform your task and do your job right? No, because right, right. you don't even know how to put your equipment back together. You know, and it shouldn't be those guys' responsibility to go around and just clean everything up. Right. You know? Especially coming in, you know, coming into work and that's what you're faced with, right. you know. Right. That's certainly gonna change your your yeah, your just because we had this, just because I had a fire over the weekend, you know, right, everything's right. laying on the ground. You got to put it back together. You know, it's yeah, not, I can't, it's not I can't right imagine either. walking away from from that. You know, come back. All right, well, I'm done now, and just yeah. walk away with yeah. everything you know, messed up. That's yeah, there's there's no pride, and no ownership there. I right, mean, right. it should be you want to put everything back together. You want to make sure your trucks are ready for the next call. You want to make sure that everything properly packed, and you know what you're doing, and you know how to pack. You know, so. back to Farmingdale for a minute. You uh, you passed chief, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was a chief for three years here. So. Well, how old are you when you were chief? I don't know. Put me on the spot now. Uh, probably maybe 29, 28. Wow. So, so I was pretty young. Pretty yeah, young, I was definitely pretty young chief. chief. Yeah. Um, there's been, after me, there was another, we've, I probably was the start of a trend. There's been a couple of young chiefs now right. um, since me. And the current chief is pretty young now. Yeah, right? the current chief is pretty young now too. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's definitely, you know, you get to the older group, they don't, you know they're so they're not i don't want to say sold but they've gotten to that point where they're they've already been chiefs and they just don't want to do it anymore right, you know, right they right. just want to you know go to the fires or go to the calls they just don't want to be in charge you, you know? always need chauffeurs yeah yeah <laughs> so they uh so now we get we're running into the situation where we you know the young and upcoming guys want to be you know are put in the place of being officers which right, right. is good but then you also lose that experience side of things you know right. you don't get the guy that's been to you know 100 fires or 50 fires you know because we're not having as many fires as we used to so you know right. you hope that you know you're doing the right thing for the department but you're stuck in a situation where you don't have the experience that we once had in the past you know that's because the fire prevention is so good in this town right yeah that's yeah that. that's exactly it <laughs> <laughs> so there's no more jobs yeah there's no more no more fires yeah <laughs> so so tell me about, you said earlier that, you know, this typically, you know, uh, historically is a, a more senior house, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what comes to mind is if it's a more, more senior house, and you, here you are, a 29-year-old fire chief, mm -hmm. you know, explain, explain how that was for you. Yeah, there definitely was a, there definitely was a dynamic there. Um, you kind of got to get everyone to buy into what you're doing, right. um, you know, and they're, they're, you definitely cause some rifts, um, you know, but. The, the older guys, you know, they're not sent to the plate to do it, so they kind of, they kind of understand. You know, they're not, they, they might not bind everything that you're doing, but they're also not, you know, stepping up to be an officer. So, they're gonna have to accept you. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you're, you know, a 29 year old chief. I mean, you got your full piss of vinegar, right? You got mm -hmm. all kinds of ideas, and mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna implement this, I'm gonna implement that. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you're you're coming to task, and you're like, okay, now you gotta, like you said, great word, you gotta buy, buy in. You mm -hmm. gotta, these guys have to buy in. Um, tough sell, right? Yeah. 29 years old, yeah. trying to get the, I mean, they, they knew you as a kid, obviously, right. it helps. Right, yeah, that definitely helps being born and raised in the firehouse. You right, know, right, that definitely, right. uh, you know, you've been around for a while, so they know who you are, and they know who your father is, and stuff like that, but, you know, it doesn't matter. You still, they still, they want to hear it from you and they want to make sure that, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah. until, you know, until you get to that point, you know, they might not, you know, respect you. They might just yes you to death, but right, behind right, your right. back, they're doing something totally different. Respect you know? the helmet, but not the, not the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to buy it. You have to earn that. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's certainly, a, that's certainly something mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people uh, need to realize that, you know, yeah. Respect is earned, not not just given. Not just know, given. Just certain. because you're a chief doesn't mean you just right. you're not going to get it. <laughs> so your dad was chief also, right? Yes. So that's yeah. pretty cool. You guys have that in common. 
Yeah, he's been chief. Um, he's been chief here. He was chief here in 2003 um, when we had our 100th anniversary. He was chief. So, cool. um, yeah, a couple years before I was chief. So uh, it was actually, you know, it was really nice. Um, our 100th anniversary was a was a big celebration here in town. We had a whole parade down Main Street, and you know, we had a big party on the firehouse and everything. So it was really cool. What's a uh, What's it like to be a small town fire department? Is it, I mean, is it, it has its challenges. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're constantly begging and fighting for that, you know, those every little dollar we can get, you know, right, right. we don't have the latest and greatest thing, but I think that also, you know, put some respect back into and pride back into it for the guys, you know, that, that makes them want to make sure the trucks are clean and make sure that everything's, you know, as best it could be right, because, right. you know, we're not, we can't just go out and buy a new truck tomorrow. We can't just go out and buy new gear. We can't go out and buy new, you know, hose, everything. So. It definitely means something when you actually go and buy and purchase a piece of equipment. Guys want to make sure that it's, you know, kept up and it's well because, you know, we can't just go and replace it tomorrow. You know, right, it might right, take right. us a while before we can get back to it. So it's uh, it's funny. You uh, you brought me to your firehouse, showed it to me and, and uh, awesome, mm -hmm. awesome place. I mean, you know, I'm mm -hmm. huge on tradition and the culture of the fire department. That's obviously why I'm even doing this. Yeah. Um, but to see your firehouse and the amount of work. Mm -hmm that your members put into that. I mean, just, I mean, that's all, you guys did all that. Yeah, yeah, we all did all that. I mean, everything, you know, we do, and if we're gonna do any work to it, if we're gonna pay somebody to do it, we have to raise the funds to, to be able to pay somebody to do it. So, you know, a lot of guys wanna do it themselves, you know, and I get it. You know, we just don't have as many handymen as we once did, but, you know, guys still are allowed, you know, can do things and capable right, right. of doing things, so. And that's on your Facebook page, yet. you recently posted a, um, a picture of a meeting you had, and it was like, mm -hmm standing room only yeah it's awesome yeah. right yeah i mean i never was around for it but farmingdale used to be the place to be um i know when my dad was growing up and everything farmingdale had a waiting list to actually become a member here wow. um so they got they had their rosters were so full that they couldn't accept any more members so i know he was on a waiting list for a little while before he actually was able to you know join that's cool um you know we're not back to that point yet that's a good problem to have right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have yeah. a waiting list and you're like oh well, yeah but uh you know we definitely are competing against that that Howell Township, you know, um, you know, they not that they get a lot of members either, but, you know, everybody walks in the door and, you know, they get T-shirts and they get this and they get that. And, you know, we don't really have too many incentives for our guys. You know, the guys that are here, they want to be here for the yeah. right reasons. That's awesome. And that's yeah. I think that, that that carries us. You know, it says a lot. So. Yeah, I, I you know, I can't speak for Howell Township, but I, I know that um, there's some departments now where they're. They're pushing for you know hey you know we're gonna give you a t-shirt we're mm -hmm. gonna you know we're gonna you're gonna get the clothing allowance you're gonna get uh, low sap you, mm -hmm. you know they're trying to to give you as much as, as they can to keep you know they get you in to, to right. uh, recruit you but you know i remember as a kid i was clawing at, at the opportunity to get into the fire department mm -hmm. i mean i i certainly uh, wasn't looking for any of those things i just wanted to be be there you know, right. it was like a second home to me and second family right um is that is that how you perceive oh yeah 100 percent. i mean i think right now we're, we're we're dealing with a generation of uh entitlement oh, almost yeah. and yeah. and everybody wants to get something for what they're doing you know right. whether it be they want to get money or they want to get you know stuff and i think that's you know a lot of guys join the fire company for the wrong reasons you know you always hear the saying you know tattoos and t-shirts you know people just want to say well i'm part of the fire department to you know help better themselves in life instead of bettering the town or the community that they live in right you know and i think that's really you know that brings us back to you know the guys here in farmerville they don't they don't get nothing unless they earn it 
you know, and right. they have to go out and work for it themselves, whether it be, you know, doing fundraisers or, you know, doing Santa Claus or coming to Memorial Day. And, you know, I mean, they have to earn it. So that's, you know, I, I think that just, it speaks a lot for the department, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and you get the guys joining for the right reasons. They're not just joining because they want, you know, a, a flashy blue light or a, a sticker on their truck. They're getting, they're joining because they want to help the community and make sure that everything's, you know, better and you know, safe in town. So it's great to talk to you because, you know, I, uh, not only your friend, but, um, you know, you've been around a while, you know, and uh, young guy, but, uh, but you've been around. And, and, and you, I love talking to guys like you that um, start at the bottom, mm -hmm. you know, walked around the firehouse in diapers, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. now, now you're, you know, you know, you're, you have stake in the place and yeah. you're making decisions and you're, mm -hmm. you're part of the culture. Um, Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I was a, I was a junior here before I became an active member. So uh, for two years before that, before I became an active member, I was a junior. So you know we have a we have a junior program. It's not you know huge, but you know guys can still join have it. it. Yeah, guys can join at sixteen. Um, you know they can join up, and then you know when they turn eighteen, we send them to the fire academy. Gets their foot in the door. They kind of right. know everybody. They know the trucks. They know the equipment. They know what's going to be expected of them once they you know go to the fire school. So it's it's definitely you know. You know get guys prepared for fire school did you ems here too or not in farmingdale we don't um we have a volunteer squad and then Howell township has a paid squad that can come into town too and handle it so um we don't do ems we just do strictly fire um, you know which is good you know guys what, not, a, what about your career department my career department does ems and yeah. fire so um which you know i don't mind doing ems i work part-time as an emt too okay and, you know I think that if you're going to be doing some sort of paid service during the daytime, you kind of almost have to do EMS. You know, yeah. you, there's not enough fire calls. I think if you just do strictly fire calls to support, you know, um, the fire department. You know, so if you branch out and do EMS too, you know, some guys like it, some guys don't like it. But I think it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. With DMT now, there's so much additional training that you need to keep on top of, and you know, it's tough for I think departments. The key BMTs because of so much training and yeah, the qualifications definitely. and the demand on, on them. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it definitely is. Uh, there definitely is a lot of training, but unfortunately, you know, even being a firefighter anymore, the training's just increasing every year. You know, right, every right. time you turn around, firefighter one's going up on hours, and you know, another weekend added or another night added. You know, so it's it's just it's just an added thing, and right. you know, I think if you're if you're providing a paid service for your town, I think you almost have to have you know, do EMS, right, you know, right. you're going to be closer than the ambulance. The ambulances get so backed up anymore with calls, you know, they constantly are running calls. I mean, I know house house ambulances are doing four to 5,000 calls a year. That's know? a lot. That's a lot yeah, of jobs. So they're, they're busy. They're yeah. really busy. So, you know, you, you have the fire department that has a combination department or that has, you know, pay guys on during the daytime, send the pay guys during the daytime. You know, it just gives an added, you know, bonus, you know, right, hey, right. the taxpayers are getting their bang for the buck. You know, they're really, uh, they're really getting their money's worth, you know, when the ambulance shows up and the fire department shows up. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about um, Farmingdale. What's what's coming up on the horizon for Farmingdale Fire Department? What do you, what's going on? Anything good? So uh, in a couple weeks here, we have an uh, open house for Fire Prevention Week. You know, everybody does that, and we're doing ours uh, coming up here a couple weeks. Um, we cool. usually try to go over to the school uh, during the day and uh, do, like, a thing with the kids. Um, How Fire Bureau usually brings their... Uh, smoke trailer over there and they do a whole presentation and stuff so which is awesome, really good awesome. you know get the kids in the smoke trailer and get them show them some stuff some fire safety techniques and stuff like that and then uh before you know it christmas will be here 
and uh, yeah. Santa's a big thing here in town. We yeah, it's uh, door it's to crazy, door. Right? Yeah, we uh, we actually go. We do a whole thing um, where we actually deliver presents to the kids. No kidding. Yeah, so uh, you know, we get a present, and drop off to all the kids in town. So each kid will get a stop from Santa. Uh, that's two, awesome. two nights we go out and uh, we split the town up in half. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know? That's a lot of fun. That that's always been the fun, yeah. uh, fun part of. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh, it's definitely one of the highlights of the year. I yeah, think a lot yeah. of a lot of guys like to come out for for Santa. And you know, and, you, know you, you can't even put a price tag on that type of uh, you know, you know involvement with the community. That's yeah. that's huge. You know? Yeah, I know a lot of families look forward to it. Um, I know you know we've been going to some houses for 20, 30 years. You wow. know, we've been doing it for a long time. So yeah, yeah. I know they used to come to me when I was a kid. So you know. My cousin, I know, had them. So, you know, Santa's been around coming to kids' houses here in Farmington for a long time. So and that's pretty fun. cool that, you, you know, you, you said you remember as a kid doing mm-hmm. it. Now you're, mm-hmm. now you're yeah. part of it. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Santa came to visit my daughters, I think, last year or two years ago they've came. So, you know, we'll see if he comes again this year for them. <laughs> if they're being good. Yeah, it depends on how good they are. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see how good yeah, they are. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so in closing, what, what advice could you give uh, – what advice could you give a new firefighter, a guy or girl that's just looking? Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking about getting involved in a career department, and I'm, I'm you know, I like the, I like the fact that it's, it's combination. So, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give someone? First thing is, you know, keep your, your eyes open and your mouth shut. You know, definitely, you need to, to pay attention to everything that goes on, and you need to find your own way of fitting in. Um, guys aren't, you know, it's, it's hard to get accepted by guys um, until you've been kind of like baptized by fire. You know, yeah. they always say yeah. that. Yep. Um, guys aren't really going to accept you, especially if the house has been around for a while until you get that, you know, first fire or they you get that, you know, critical call and they kind of put you up to the test and make sure that you're capable of doing it. You know, right, right. Um, and, you know, and then once you once you pass that, you know, you need to obviously keep, you know, furthering and bettering yourself, you know, just because, you know, you were able to do it today doesn't mean you're able to do it tomorrow. You know, right. there always is that progressive, you know, training and that making sure that you're always you're up on all your skills you know maybe we don't go to the you know fire all the time so we kind of forget how to pump the truck or we kind of forget how to you know what to do you know so that's it's one of those things you always got to kind of keep up on your game and you muscle know? memory is huge yeah definitely yeah, definitely that's, that's that's good definitely so so you uh your career guy you still doing volunteer obviously yeah, yeah. You're still very involved in this yep i volunteer here in farmingdale and i volunteer actually in one of the hall township companies too oh you do uh, that's by my house so oh, good yeah so i'm you know so you're staying busy yeah not so, knocking the hall township all the time i, I volunteer over there too so you yeah know. so you're you're entwined in the, in the yeah. culture right? yeah. you're not going anywhere nope i'm not going anywhere i got to stay busy you know okay. I, I i still enjoy it so it's not just a job it's i, I enjoy going out to the calls and going yeah. out to fires and you know helping out where i can so that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. It was actually uh, it was a good time, man. Yeah, no I, problem. And, and again, being able to come here uh, to Farmdale and, and seeing in the houses, this is this is cool. I mean, yeah. this this is pretty cool. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it's definitely our pride and joy. <laughs> yeah, to have to have a backdrop like this, I don't, you know, you you'd almost have to pay for something like this. Yeah. But by the way, he's not giving me anything. <laughs> I'm not getting anything for this, but. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q podcast brought to you by Pin the Q Productions. Visit us at www.pintheq.com.